Today's show, we're going to talk about Lake Superior State University releasing their 2023 banished word list. Ooh, FAA grounds all domestic flights. Yeah, and the National Park Service adds tongue contact to their warning signs. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And a dry January, or not. Yeah, or not. Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. I ran across this because I was just looking at different you know, news articles and stuff. Evidently, this university does this list like every year. And do they I, add to it or just readdress it? No, they redo it. it, yeah. Oh. And I thought it was kind of funny to have, to look back at these words uh, from years past and think, do I actually say any of those? Oh. Did I at the time? And, you know, oftentimes as we go through our our year we run into words that right. it seems like are overused but but these are these are words that you know we we just can't say at this university right or do they want me not to say it now yeah banned for all of 2023 yeah banished gone well, can't who say the no hell are they <laughs> well i think the <laughs> this came from i want to say uh, a whole bunch of students or people who were writing in and said that hey we need to get get rid of these. We got to stop 15, listening to them college kids. <laughs> 1500 uh or more nominations of words and terms for this banished banishment list. All right, they have way too uh, way too much time yeah. on their hands. All right. Yeah, do you want to hear something? I want to hear yeah, tell me something I should not be mm-hmm. using at all. All right, so top of the list is goat. You know what that stands for? Yeah, it's usually it's a furry animal. <laughs> My sister's got a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, not the... The greatest of all time. Not the... Ba- uh, yeah. 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 Or is that how... It, I think that's the sheep. I, I don't do animal noises very well. Yeah, greatest of all time. I'll leave that alone. And I have seen this a lot. I, I, my YouTube feed feeds me full of videos that are... That have this... Has this acronym on there. Right. From you know, basketball, you know, talking about Jordan and... LeBron James, and, and then in my world, the javelin throwers of the world, uh, there's one current world record holder. It's easy to say that they're the greatest of all time so far right. because they have a distance. And some and, of us just don't want to say the whole phrase, Yeah, you know, all the time. Yeah, so I'm getting kind of tired of, of hearing it. And evidently, a large portion of the folks that wrote in don't want to hear it anymore either. Wow. Well, it also makes a lot of other people feel real bad. <laughs> because they're not. <laughs> well, what if there's some little sheep around the goat? Uh-huh. You know, I'm just saying there's probably other people that work their butt off and they're awesome too, but they just haven't made it to the goat status. Yeah, but really, if you think about it, how would anyone really know that they were the greatest of all time? It's it, This is a title given to somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're like Kanye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, well, yeah. He, he, he'll <laughs> self-proclaim his own titles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is inflection point. This one seems like it's a political term. I have not heard this a whole lot. Have you? I'm not even too sure exactly what it means. Because some sometimes you'll hear these things. And if I take it for what it means, it may not mean that at all. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know what that exactly means. Uh, you have a I'll, little bit of something you could share? Yeah, I'll read the definition here. It says, mathematical term that, that entered everyday parlance and lost its original meaning. This year's version of the pivot. Banished in 2021. Oh, see, there you see. go. The chronic throat clearing from historians, journalists, scientists, or politicians. It 
uh, ubiquity. I don't even know what that word means. Well, has dig ubiqu ubiquity, I guess, has driven me to an inflection point of throwing soft objects about whenever I hear it. It's, uh, let's see, inflection point has reached its saturation point in point of departure, proclaimed another pretentious way to say turning point, overuse, and misused. Yeah, see, this, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean what it says means. Yeah. Or, you know. I haven't heard this a whole lot, so I'm no, like, oh. it looks like okay. little people are listening. I guess so. They're like, all right, we're not using this term. No. I think they stopped using it lots of years ago, though. Well, number three, quiet quitting. I've not heard that either. Oh, well, I have. There was a lot of that going on. In fact, you know, my place of business, there's a lot of people that just kind of up and left. Quiet quitting oh. means they just didn't say why. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. There's a lot of people that has left a lot of the workforce, and they're like, but why? You didn't do an exit review, you know? You didn't see, like, okay. why they're leaving? You know, there's a lot of, uh, but is it helpful? Well, what about the people that go out and freaking kick over stuff and say, this place screwed me over. You owe me 40 grand. <laughs> At least you know, damn, this place owes them 40 grand. At least you know why. Yeah. Leaving, there's a lot of people coming in going, Am I like standing on like a false floor? You know, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Why did everybody bail? I feel uneasy. Should I feel uneasy? Mm -hmm. But yeah. Well, as you, as you describe it, it makes sense. I've heard that happening a lot. I just didn't know the term. Yeah, they had to make a term for it. Quiet quitting. Yeah. Uh, gaslighting. Now I've heard this one a lot. Yep. I don't really fully know, like I, the way it's been used in, in politics. It, I mean, it's been used a lot. And CNN has it across you know, all of their different uh, commentators constantly. Yeah. Um, and I don't fully think that it's used appropriately. I, I figured gaslighting was like if something was really um, toxic, like, you know, the gas is really starting to get thick and then someone just suddenly lights it and everything just goes. Poof. Sounds right, right? But mm -hmm. if I'm correct, it's more like, you know, hey, Scott. But yeah, it's also, I mean, but I hear it all the time. Nobody ever really says, well, it's gaslighting due to this. They just use it as a, throw it out as an excuse to, or not wanting to answer a debate. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's just gaslighting. And they move along. I'm like, why don't you discuss and go deeper why you think it's gaslighting and what it does to you? I, yeah, I just thought gaslighting was something that should be a lot more serious, really serious. Well, and it's just used as like, it's like not a big deal. Because it maybe it's because it's overused. Maybe that's maybe right. that's why it's on like, the list. Like literally. Uh, let's see. It's literally overused. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was just kind of reading the definition. Well, I mean, it's not even definition. This is just their description mm -hmm. of it. Uh, nominators are not crazy by arguing this overused disconnect disconnects the term from the real concern it has identified in the past. Dangerous. Uh, psychological manipulation that causes victims to distrust their thoughts, feelings, and memories, or perception of reality. Other cited misuse as, uh, let's see, an incorrect catch-all to refer generally to conflict or disagreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that makes sense. Uh, I'm seriously going to have to get LASIK, Dave. I've been Our, our little you. monitor thing here, uh, I still have a hard time seeing it. Well, I wish I'd get a kickback for it, but... I, I, I think about it all the time, and I, I think you would be for sure one of those people that would wake up going, oh my gosh, I, can't I, would, I, have paid, I would have paid double this 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So, well, I, I know it sucks, I know it's money, but I, I know it'll be 
I paid what? Money? I did? After the fact. I know mm-hmm. you'd be like, who cares? You yeah. Know, but well, I have one of those like health savings accounts. So I've been accumulating. Ooh. So start. I actually have enough in there right now. I probably Maybe you should do it. do it before June. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. I would probably in, enjoy vacation a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so moving forward. <laughs> okay. Nice. That, that's, actually, <laughs> that's actually number five on the yeah, list. That's very nice. Yeah, moving forward. I hear this a lot at work. So. I wish there would be a few of them on here. Maybe, maybe we'll get to them. But, mm-hmm. you know, moving forward or circling back or... Mm-hmm. I know that those are obviously two things. One of them is, you know, but, one, but oh my gosh. Do we have to use it in every aspect of life? I mean, my wife be in there cooking. All right, I got to add the, I got to separate the eggs. Okay, I'll put this over here. I'll circle back to that later. I'm like, no, you know, <laughs> circle back. You can come put it in a square. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's just, it's just overused. And you know what? It might even have been a good term to use, you know? You know, at work, they use these terms. Well, well let's look at the dashboard. Oh, no dashboard. Let's come up with something else. I don't know. It's just overuse. Yeah. It really kills you. You need a, like one of those uh, a thesaurus or Grammarly and then give you alternative words to use. We need a trademark it so mm. nobody else could use it. Yeah. This is ours. Go get your own freaking yeah. thing so we don't have to, you know, like the happy birthday. Spread it song. around. Yeah. Okay, so number six, unfortunately, I use this all the time and I agree it should mean something a lot bigger than I say it is, yeah. but amazing. Yeah. That's number six. Because it is an amazing word. Um, but I agree, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think most people will probably agree that yeah, it's totally overused. Yeah. What, what, I mean, what should we? I mean, we use it in the place of hey, that's all right. <laughs> it's I. You know, so that makes that makes the people that are you know see average people. Hey, what do you think? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yep. That's kind of what it means now. Is that's all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one I use a lot. Number seven. Does that make sense? And Ooh. I actually sincerely am asking that question when i'm coaching when i'm explaining something to someone at at work i want to get confirmation that they understand what i have just presented to them and so i always say does that make sense (coughs) and and i sincerely mean it (coughs) oh there's a cough. excuse me apologize where's our cough button i know well i don't think we have one of those well i'll have to get one yeah our producer retired so there's no cough button yeah lucky dog Mm -hmm. so so, <laughs> yes. So the people that put this list together mm-hmm. were these students or faculty? No, it's just a whole bunch of people submitted it to the university because they do this every year. Oh, these are just people in general. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and it was like family food. They took the highest numbers of people that. Yeah, I think so. Wow. So, the, in this day and age, I'll say it this way: then there's a lot of people that wouldn't want that. Does that make sense? Because question and to be asked of them all the time mm-hmm. they just want to go with it i said it didn't i <laughs> didn't make a lot of sense though <laughs> but, so yeah yeah that's why i say i'm always sincere about when i ask this question i actually want, want them to... to respond to me right. whether they understood what i was saying it's an opportunity to show that there was um understanding yeah. and a way to grow Mm-hmm. I know. I don't know. I think it's I, super I it important. Time. Yeah, it's super important to. Uh, to the, I mean, I might, I might, I might, I might change the term a little bit, but I'll have to get picking my... up what I'm putting down. Yeah, <laughs> huh? You smelling what I'm stepping in? Huh? <laughs> Something. <laughs> I like those ones. Well, yeah, I use that with my kid. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. 
dad, what, you stupid what are you, or something? No. <laughs> what are you talking about, dad? Uh, okay, this one is annoying to me, but I have not heard it a lot. I think people well, understand. Irregardless, Scott, you're going to tell us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which is number eight, irregardless. I, I think it's actually regardless, not irregardless. You're, it, it, I don't even know if it's a word, but that would be like a double negative. Well, that's what I was... Well, that sounds about right. I'm shocked it's not like unirregardless. <laughs> unirregardless. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to start using that. Maybe we can make the 2024 list. Well, <laughs> unirregardless. I mean, I'll, I'm, I'm willing to make a list for myself to say, mm-hmm. never say this again, Dave. Mm-hmm. Never say that again, Dave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, we, we've talked a little bit about, um, you know, our self-awareness. And I've been working on it, <laughs> but I still say this stuff and know that I'm saying it. Uh, I continue to say it. Uh, this one's pretty often uh, often used. It's number nine at absolutely. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how people? How many people will just say absolutely? They don't know, get it at all. All right, we all understood absolutely. And they yeah. walk off. Uh huh. That means like crystal clear. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> Like uh, I can see, all these people don't want to have anything to do with clarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe a lot of people are thinking that people are talking down to them. This is a big one for me here. This next one, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it, everybody uses it, and this one will never go away. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it was banished in 2008 too. See, <laughs> I'm right. It was banished. Yeah, yeah. My my buddy Jeff, he makes a joke about this. Yeah, it is what it is. It is so, ongoing. So I, I watch a lot of court shows from Judge Judy to Judge Mathis, People's Court, all that. Mm-hmm. And they they often ask, you know, talk to the people after after the verdict and stuff. Oh my goodness, ninety eight percent of them. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, but do you have feelings about it? Yeah, they are what they are. <laughs> Okay, so are you going to bother them? Are they who are who they are? <laughs> like they have nothing to say. Yeah. There's the, when there's just, nothing else to say. This whole world, everybody can survive just off of you know, um, oh, just captions. You know, mm-hmm. when people just just little words, little uh, can't think of the right terms, but everybody has their little uh, talking points. Yeah, absolutely. Their whole lives could be just talking <laughs> points. No, no thought of their own. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Regardless right. if they're gaslighting something amazing. Right. Well, moving forward, Scott. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious, Dave. I'm going to do some quiet quitting right now. All right. Dave and I appreciate you listening to the show. Please take a moment and write a review on Apple Podcast or Podchaser.com. And since Spotify doesn't currently have reviews, simply telling your friends about the show would be great, too. Also, you can always reach out to us at our website, nevertoserious.com, or via our socials at the NTS Podcast. And seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thanks again for listening to the show. So in other news... In other news... Did you hear about the FAA shutting everything down? All domestic flights? No. Oh, well, you gotta watch this video. I don't know if I want to, it scares me. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. Thousands of flights and tens of thousands of travelers are still being impacted by a system-wide shutdown of the commercial airline industry. The FAA took the drastic step of grounding all domestic flights this morning when a critical information system for pilots went down. Now the president and the secretary of transportation are being asked, or rather asking the FAA, 
what went wrong. Jeff Patterson joins us live. He is at Tampa International Airport. Jeff. Good evening, Stacy and Keith. The system-wide shutdown happened early this morning, but take a look at the flight board behind me. Still lots of red up there signifying many delayed flights impacting travelers here at Tampa International Airport. We're hearing that everything is grounded domestically. They were among thousands impacted by the FAA's decision to ground all takeoffs. The FAA made the decision to ground all flights when a critical system that provides pre-flight information to pilots went down. This is a very big deal. Captain John Cox is a retired airline pilot, the former head of the Airline Pilots Association and a safety expert. He says pilots must have pre-flight information provided by the NOTAM system. Man, do you really need that crap? <laughs> what about the olden days when they're just out there directing stuff? Guy out there and just <laughs> pulling out Hold, a prop. Holding the lantern. <laughs> Roll on too. All right. <laughs> Wow, that's a big, that is a big deal. Um, when when was this? Yeah, this was um, last Wednesday, and it it was Where a huge. In the heck, was I? Must have been working. Well, Close to the grindstone. East Coast time, it was like seven a.m. Yeah, I see, they were out there. That's why. Yeah, and so we didn't see as much of it, but wow. but it was still a big deal because this is the first time since nine eleven that the FAA has shut down all air travel. Right, and and I'm not too sure, but. I don't know if we really have parking spaces for everybody. Like, the parking we have is for knowing that you're going to be out of here soon so that you could sit here. So when you, uh, like, shut it down, you're like, you guys got a problem up there. We we're all yeah. taking all the space down here. I mean, well, think about joking a little bit, but not Well, not but think about, lot. like, the, the ramifications of, like, all of the other connecting flights. Like, it's such a scheduled thing that you get one delay, and it impacts all these other things. And there's a certain amount of of leeway you can kind of get away with in some of these things where you know you can you can leave a little bit faster you can fly a little bit faster you can you know some cut some corners but when it's delayed in this case they were getting bad information for hours and then finally the faa just shut it down and they were down for uh it was like an hour or two and that's a significant impact a ripple nation, effect yeah. yeah nationwide yeah even yeah i mean it's like to the point where they were so concerned about the bad information that was going out that it could be a safety issue. Oh, I, I totally could see it. Uh, I don't get... Well, okay, deal. so they did say that the, the cause of the problem was a, a technical glitch. It was some corrupted file in a database, and it, was, um, it wasn't providing information as it was supposed to and then they just got to the point where they just like had to shut it down and and correct the problem so like employees you got a file that was working great just one day and he decided to give up and not produce like it's supposed to and like put his feet up on the desk and not put pre well <laughs> perform. They, they were kind of vague in the like, real details of it there was some question whether this could have been like a cyber attack well because that's what i was getting at is how do all of these systems work, 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 and then all of a sudden, mm, <laughs> I'm not going to work as well today. You yeah. know, I mean, something, mm -hmm. I mean, well, they did. it's not like it's a, it's a metal rod that's going to rust out and fail eventually. So it's weird to me. I feel like something has to be tampered with. Yeah, the, the Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, you know that guy? Move along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's move forward. Yeah, moving. Th forward. This guy, this this guy came out and and made a statement about 
you know, it was the right decision to shut it down and all this stuff. Well, but then he also then said, no, was, there's no evidence right now that it says that it's a uh, a cyber attack. But then he he talked about the backup process, like the the backup should have prevented this from from this shutdown taking place. Like there should have been systems in place. Why weren't those systems functioning? Because, you know, you get computers, you get servers that go down, but there's always some sort of redundancy. What were they hiding? Yeah, what, what was happening? They yeah. shut it down so they could let something big pass through. And <laughs> I don't know. This is where the aliens come in. Well, the you know, you got to find something entertaining. This whole monotonous, same old, same yeah. old, you know. Uh, so they, yeah, so the system is called, uh, what is it, NOTAM? NOTAM? I can't remember how they pronounce it, but it's notice to air missions. And I actually I heard rumor that this used to be called notice to airmen, but they changed it to missions. But this is like a super important system that tells people what to expect when they're coming into an airport, if there's construction on the runway, if there's cranes someplace, if there's these communication beacons oh. are down. There's all kinds of stuff. Communication is yeah. everything up there. Yeah, being an air traffic controller seems like probably the most scary dangerous job out there without actually physically being on right. some dangerous there's a lot <laughs> riding on your shoulders there's there. a lot yeah yep. yeah and with all the technology that's being used and like each airport or airline at each airport has their own system but they also those systems communicate with what the FAA is providing in the right. system and uh i'm just really surprised that there wasn't some sort of redundancy to keep it from from happening. Well, that is a very good point, and why they don't have a couple, if not, I mean, why one? Why why just one safety net? Why not a couple? Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, I mean, as big as it is, and as as a the potential danger that it is, you would think there'd be multiple. I mean, and I didn't think about it when we were just talking about it, but yeah, when the our our guy was talking about the uh you know the possibility sorry i'm all messed up with the mr butt edge edge <laughs> i can never say his name right yeah but uh-huh. he he was kind of onto something there yeah. yeah well and i was watching a, a, a newscast from some canadian channel and they have the same system for warning and their systems were working fine it was just the u.s system the faa system so yeah, but they did say that it was like a super important China thing. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. To me, like I had on on my list of like, why don't they have something like the Weather Service has, where it's a broadcast that's very specific to this thing, and you know, when you're within range of the airport, you would get alerts of what to look out for, or a website feed. Where in the world of everything's got internet, those planes have internet. Why wouldn't they be able to have some sort of feed that's coming in? I know. In regards to that airport. I don't understand. You know, you come up with uh, ideas that can actually be programmed into make life completely easy and safer. Mm -hmm. And people just go, uh, that's not the system we have. We have to use the system we have. Nobody wants to take a a step forward on anything. Mm -hmm. It's, it's so (laughs) anti-American. Well, there's going to be more information that comes out, I'm sure. Yeah. So we'll probably have, you know, more details of what actually happened in, in, you know, why that particular file or database was corrupted. But uh, maybe it is what it is. 
<laughs> All right, moving forward. Yes. <laughs> okay, here's another another interesting story. You know, California is going through all kinds of weather, like flooding and and that sort of thing. Yeah. And I, I was I was listening to the news as I was driving home, or yeah, I think I was just driving home from uh, from work, and I was listening to the news people talk about like interview people in California, and they were talking about how much rain that they were getting on the streets and you know it was like this it's foreign arm, to them. armageddon yeah and i'm yeah. thinking here you know i'm in oregon and there is so much rain constantly here it's not that big of a deal we still get flooding but oh, i was yeah. like we don't really complain about it that much except for it's expected yeah I and mean, we might go out there going geez let's go let's or let's stop already yeah but yeah Mm-hmm. It's part of life. Well, so then I started to see how much water, and and by the way, in some cases, it's a good thing because their reservoirs—they've been on on the um, you know dry. What do they call that? Where they're not getting enough water? Drought. A drought. Yeah. That, thank you. Yeah. yeah for the last sixty-eight years. Yeah, for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, and and their reservoirs keep shrinking and shrinking and this is actually starting to fill them up and in some cases um are overflowing they're probably gonna find a way to complain about it though (laughs) well at least it cleans up uh, a lot of them streets yeah (laughs) san francisco yep down down the drain (laughs) okay so this uh what's going on this this guy evidently he had his prius parked alongside the road and one of the uh, hillsides lost a few boulders Oh, man. Now at 1030, a huge boulder tumbles off a Malibu hillside and lands right on top of a car, crushing it. Micah and Sharon happened just up the road from where we are standing here along PCH in Malibu. But that hillside tonight still unsable, really unsafe for us to be there. But we did talk to the owner of that car. I just heard loud crashes. Maurizio Haynell can't believe it. And I ran out and I saw my car just in crushed. A four-foot boulder tumbled down like a Malibu hillside <laughs> and landed on top of his Prius. The rock is the size the of the whole hood. Yeah. Uh, the windshields are all broken and like the frame of the car is just all twisted. The car was oh, parked yeah, along the 20,000 block yeah. of PCH in Malibu though. yesterday. That's when the hills started to slide. Mud and rocks crumbling down onto the road. Nobody was <laughs> injured, but just moments before, Haynow was in the car ready to drive away. Yeah. I was in the driver's mm-hmm. seat. Walked out, got a call, ran back inside, came out, and the car was just Mother Earth cold. is like, He's this close, that darn it. Call saved <laughs> yeah. his life. Almost got him. Yeah. Yeah, but what the hell's wrong with this car? Did his front hood look like it was caught on fire prior yeah, to this situation? He, he's got some paint problems. Uh, it looks like the front of his car was on fire looks at like some point. like an electrical but... situation. <laughs> it's not a new Prius, I don't think. Well, I'm just always wondering, mm. was it parked there? It was parked there. Or was there. it abandoned there? Yeah. <laughs> was it running? <laughs> uh, well, this was in Malibu, so I'm... I'm I, well, I don't know. I haven't been in Malibu, so... I will tell you this. I... I'm going to speculate here. So that rock, that boulder really wasn't that big. I mean, it was probably, what, two and a half, three feet around? They said it was four feet. Four feet around. I mean, we're talking a couple ton right there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it doesn't have to be huge. That thing is... That probably weighs twice the car. <laughs> that rock. Well, it is a Prius. I I, I don't know. Oh, what, the batteries. The batteries are pretty, pretty heavy. heavy. Yeah, but oh but, yeah. But yeah, you can see like the the entire roof is caved in. That guy would not have probably survived. Nope, that, not at all. That one. Nope. Um, he he was fortunate that he got that phone call and was not in his car at the right. time. Yeah, I. 
I have, so when I was a kid, I was really nervous about trees falling over. When I was a kid, uh, my grandparents' place, we had this huge storm. And my parents and, and my brothers and I were living on their property at the time. It was like 14 acres out in the woods. And this windstorm came in and it blew over trees like crazy. You could hear them crashing in the woods. And so that night we ended up leaving and staying at the local church in that area. I think my dad might have had keys or something to that. Anyway, when we came back, the trees had fallen all the way around the, the, the trailer that we were living in at the time. And one of the limbs had come down on top of his work van. Wow. And, but it was just amazing that there were so many trees that had fallen, but none had landed. I mean, it's like a tin can. It, it, it we were not staying in a it. house. It would have been a disaster. So it was good that we didn't stay there that yeah, night. Yeah, for but, sure. But I have this nervousness about it. We talked a while back about my nervousness around lightning because <laughs> I've almost been hit a few times. So wind and lightning freaks me out. And All the acts of God, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> A tor- out of tornado set you yeah, off. <laughs> I know. I know. It's going to follow me whatever state I move to. Uh, um, when we were, so the family, we left for uh, Christmas and stayed down at the Oregon coast. And we also had another storm. And it turns out right. that there were some trees that came across the road on one of the highways going to the coast and killed some people. It, right. And it was a big deal. I think it made it national news. So, you know, it's it's no joke. There's some there's some crazy yeah. weather happenings, and especially if you're like like this guy, you could tell he's on the side of the hill. You know, there's it's obvious that in crazy storms, like the soil starts to loosen up, you're gonna have stuff coming down. And right? Boy, that was a big don't one. Even, yeah, you don't even know where you don't even expect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there was a, a a father and his two kids got killed from a tree coming down. Yeah. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Yeah, and such a crazy timing of something like that happening, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. It is. It is. So, um... What the hell is that? Okay, so this, this next story, NPR is reporting on it. <laughs> <laughs> the National Park Service wants humans to stop licking this toad. I will not. <laughs> I will not stop. It's my right. And you can see a picture of the toad right here. Is he, are they asking on behalf of the toad? Or <laughs> is this something they think is best for the toad? Because um, every toad I've licked, never complain. <laughs> never I've complain. licked many a toad. <laughs> uh, is this a problem, Scott? It is a problem. It, which is, it, it is funny because they got to the point where the National Park Service had to add tongue contact on its uh, warning signs. Like, you're not supposed to lick stuff. <laughs> How are they knowing that this is a problem? How do they know? Well, evidently, this toad <laughs> secretes this toxin, and this toxin can be a, a hallucinogenic. Sure. And so it's illegal to have these and use them because it it has uh, the same stuff at like DMT. Uh-huh. It's kind of like that, and so it's a powerful hallucinogen, and people will get these toads just to have them at home and and to to get (laughs) so i got a job dude i'm gonna go downtown i'm gonna have a couple of these frogs in a baggie parole up hey i'll sell you some of this what's up Mm -hmm. and it's like sell them like like baby powder instead of coke 
It's not even their toad. It's a frog sucker. <laughs> they wouldn't See? have no idea. They would have no idea. Be licking on that frog. The man can't lick it right now in front of me, man. Yeah. It's going to get us in trouble. <laughs> they call you up. That's it. It's I not got... working. Well, did you try licking its toes? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, call me back if that doesn't work. <laughs> so so for me about this is, is I get it. I know that they've been doing this for years and years and, and hundreds of years in other countries, mm-hmm. yeah, Aborigines or whatnot. But... I, I mean, is there that many people going down there doing it where they got to like put out a freaking, you know, an afternoon show and warning about let's not be licking? Because, I, I mean, I, I, I believe that you probably could get killed. It's a poison. That's why they. Yeah. So I imagine if you lick double dose, double dose the toe, you double lick them or lick them in the wrong well, spot. They say that, that just by touching it with your hand, you mm-hmm. can get sick. But then they're, I mean, if you touch it with your hand, that's kind of like um, more protective layer than your tongue. So if you can lick it and <laughs> not get sick, uh, I mean, I guess it depends on how big of a lick you're talking about. But the, it's called the Colorado River Toad. Good to know. And about seven, one. seven inches in size. And uh, so this carries a weak, low-pitched rabbit sound. Hmm. I heard size hmm. doesn't matter, though. No, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't. But... Is so it carries that pitched when licked? No. Or is it always? <laughs> it's their it's their calling card. Yeah. Oh, that is funny, Scott. It, uh, I, think I, that... I just thought that this, it's so funny that they would need to now put this on a warning sign. That's getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It is. It makes me curious though, because the idea that we're I mean what sixties and seventies was kind of like a drug culture. Mm-hmm. And I think now it's even more so because things are more legal. This frog evidently is illegal, and the 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 toxin that it produces is still illegal. It's like what do they call it? Stage two uh, narcotic oh. <laughs> or drug or something? I'm not. A, I don't know too much about. I drugs, get but. twenty years in jail for a frog, a toad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. I guess th- there's a. There's a, a demand for them on the street. Good to know. <laughs> uh, they were talking about uh, Mike Tyson and, um, gosh, who was the other guy? They had talked about doing this, like, you know, getting, getting high. Lick, from get, getting a toad, a toad and licking yeah, it? Yeah. Sounds like a Joe Rogan conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, another one. Uh, a man catches sausage roll in his mouth for Guinness World Record. So... Is it man? Is that what makes it a world record? It's evidently like twice the distance, almost twice the distance of the previous world record. You know, there are some really weird Guinness Book of World Records. Have you ever seen those books? Mm-hmm. Like when I was in school, that was like my favorite book. Oh, to get. you used to go see the big fat the, the twins <laughs> on the little motorcycles. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The tallest man. They make and, bigger motorcycles. They had yeah. to find those motorcycles to make it. Mm-hmm. The most tattooed you know, yeah. human and most pierced human. and uh, It's been a while since I looked them up. Yeah, and I'm fascinated by, there's some different YouTubers out there who who do a series and they just try and break world records. Mm. And uh, Dude Perfect is one of them. Have you heard of those guys? Yes. yes. Yeah, uh, they're entertaining. I like watching yeah. them. But it's funny because they, you know, they, they make the whole process really fun for the audience to watch. They, so uh, this is a sausage catcher. Yes. Is his name Lamar? <laughs> no. Okay, I, I, I'm just trying to see if I heard of him. Yeah, the, 
So this, it's actually a very small sausage, but it's a wrap sausage, so it's like a breaded sausage. And is it, it like a little it, Vienna? It looks like, um, yeah, maybe that size, but wrapped in like some sort of breaded thing. Like a pig in a blanket? Kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they threw it, it was like 80, oh gosh, um, 83 feet, 10 oh, inches. hell, we could beat that. Well, so that's why, that's why I brought this thing up, Dave, because I think we could beat it. I've been beating little sausages like that for years. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah, yeah. And I think they... They posted a video of the, of them doing it. The video is not really well done. It's yeah. it's not even worth watching here. But <laughs> I think we could probably do a better job of it, and we could certainly beat that. Now, I'm not sure who would be throwing the sausage and who would be catching the sausage. So maybe that's a different conversation. I, we'll I've have... never thought of myself <laughs> as the catcher, but we'll uh, have this conversation off air day. Hey, I have been known to catch a couple of. Hmm. Catch a few things with my mouth from time to time. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I will say that that would that would be a fun, interesting. Um, I mean, I ain't got nothing else better it to do could, on my day off. It could be an inflection point in our careers, Dave. I don't really want. I might have to. I don't want to get lodged in the back I, before before we do because we're smarter than them. Mm-hmm. I want. There's this really awesome uh, D choker, anti choking device that's out there. Oh yeah. I don't know if you've seen it, but they you could. Take it yourself and put it over your mouth and pop oh, it yeah. out. We need to get one of those just in just case. Just in case, yeah. Last thing I need is a little weenie stuck into my <laughs> back, <laughs> back of my throat, throat and I die. I don't need that on my tombstone. Yeah, I, I know how to do the Heimlich, though. Uh, as long as you get your arms around me to squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if we did get the world record, then we would be like, you know, the goats of, oh, of, of sausage absolutely. catching. Absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. You're right. That would be amazing. Yeah. Irregardless, it would be fun to try anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Next one. This was a little bit closer in in Washington, and I didn't know that this was a thing. $553 ticket for driving with snow on the windshield. Uh, We we don't get a whole lot of snow here. Nope. But when I do, I usually just... I mean, that's... I will say this. I usually do just... uh, clear off my windshield, but there were times where I just tried to make a little submarine hole and just look up, <laughs> which I guess isn't that smart, especially considering that the roads are all crappy at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I, I've, I've only cleared off a little bit and bailed. I didn't know that this was, uh, you could actually, you yeah. know, get a, a ticket for it, but because, you know, I, we do have frost in, in our neck of the woods and some people are, are kind of like, they just, got to get going don't realize that they've got it on their car and they got to get to work and, and so just they just it yeah. all the way to work yeah yeah i mean some people aren't too bright and they put hot water on the windshield and then they find themselves cracking their windshield but you, you know what i do hmm. before i decided to park in the garage <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I just started parking there a little bit ago but mm-hmm. um i always have like a little uh, like a little half gallon milk jug mm-hmm. and i have water in it and i have it sitting in the house it's mm-hmm. always just lukewarm. Yeah. So it's not hot I can water, just yeah. dump it on there, takes it off, you know, uh, off and no crackage. Yeah. yeah, I've done the the credit card trick where I just use the edge of the card and scrape it off, but... I've broken one before doing that. Yeah. 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 So this guy, yeah, evidently he was, he was driving for miles. Someone reported him and they found him in, I guess, second degree negligent driving. 
Well, it's a thing, Dave. It's a thing. Well, I will be sure not to do that yeah. ever well, again. It is what it is. Uh, <laughs> okay, a dry January. Or not. Yeah. Yeah, I found a news article because... It's the new year, and people are making all kinds of New Year's resolutions, and some people, in fact, a lot of people that I've talked to recently, I'm like, yeah, maybe we can get together, we'll go, you know, have a pint or something, and they're like, oh, no, it's it's like a... So, so we're not so talking about weather? No. Oh. No. It's, we're talking about drinking alcohol. Okay. And, and I'm not um, having a dry January. I just don't feel like it was necessary. I don't know if I, I'm trying to think, <laughs> not saying it's a good thing necessarily, but how many days were dry in January? Because <laughs> I feel like I've been, January has been around for 12 days, but <laughs> thinking there's been about 15 days that weren't so dry. <laughs> <laughs> 15 days. Oh, yeah. goodness. Well, okay. So the reason this article caught my eye, it's not just because there are uh, you know, people are actually trying to do this, uh, the sober January deal, but because I really like craft beer mm-hmm. and I saw this article, the title says a golden age for non-alcoholic beers, wines, and spirits. Now I've had non-alcoholic beer before. Have you ever had non-alcoholic beer? Yep. O'Doul's was like one of the originals. I mean, there was other stuff they call near beer. They have the roots. Yeah, the root, root, beers. root beers of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Those are not alcoholic. Yeah. But no, I have, but... Uh, I don't think they taste very good, although there was a brewery, I want to say it was a local Portland brewery, that had a, quote-unquote, non-alcoholic beer. Now, it's less than 1%, and I'm not sure technically at what percentage it counts as non-alcoholic, but... It was actually a pretty decent IPA. It was very hoppy. There was a, a, a nice kind of hoppy kick to it. But it didn't have any alcohol punch, of course. And the flavor, alcohol actually will increase uh, the flavor. And the reason to drink <laughs> in the first place. That's a good point, Dave. That's I don't know. Point. I don't know if I sit there to... I enjoy my alcoholic beverage of choice. I like the flavor of it a lot. Mm -hmm. But would I have it if there was no alcohol in it? No. No? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I go, oh, this would be fantastic if I had a a nice limonade right now. (laughs) No. (laughs) I I still think you would. I I still think you would like it. Because the the flavor, I think, is... is, uh... Yeah, you want to tell the audience what your your beverage of choice is? Oh yeah, I like my um, gin and tonic. Yeah, yeah. As do I. I think they're fantastic. They are so. I think they're amazing myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, uh, I think that you could probably get what you know that piney uh, essence of gin in with that tonic water and and a whole bunch of so lime. flavor. Yes, so, but mm-hmm. I think that the eighty percent of America why they drink is. Is effect first, and oh, it tastes good too. Fucking hey, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm, I will say this. I usually don't sit there and have a beverage unless I might want to mm-hmm. get a little something out of it. Yeah. But, well, okay. So I, there are times where I need to be productive, but I like to have a beer. I I really like uh, my IPAs, and so I will buy 
like the really low percentage IPAs, you know, the ones that are at like four or five percent, just because I I can have a couple of those and it doesn't impact, you know, when I'm editing the podcast and I forget to bleep out something that you yeah. said. So I, you know, I, I will still drink beer even if it doesn't have alcohol, but it still needs to taste good. It still oh, needs to taste like gosh, a decent yeah. IPA. Anyway, so there are breweries now that that are doing this, and uh, I thought, you know, they they said uh, spirits. Kentucky 74 spiritless bourbon. Zero gin alcohol. Chardonnay that's had the alcohol removed. Zero proof margaritas. Now, I can understand a, a zero proof margarita because, you know, again, there's that, that nice citrusy kick that you can get out of there. Or but... you could just go get a slushy down there to 7 Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is like to me trying to, to have a Mel Brooks movie without a cuss word in it. It sounds terrible. <laughs> sounds to me. terrible. Yeah. Uh-huh. It sounds like they're trying to go vegan or something. I, I don't it's know. Like... <laughs> I, I'm curious on how they do some of this. Like, I don't know how you would get bourbon. I'll tell you spiritless. how. Have you ever seen that uh, uh, Seinfeld when they had that? Uh, I think they had like no calorie yogurt, frozen yogurt, and everybody was just eating it. But yeah, they started gaining weight. It just didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> they lied. They lied. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it's funny. But. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, I don't know. I think I probably will continue to buy some of the, the lower yeah. alcohol IPAs, but yeah. I'm not sure. I, I would probably try some of the non-alcoholic IPAs, but I'm not sure that those would quite satisfy that IPA, you know. Yeah, thing. because, so. yes, all joking aside, alcohol that's put in the beers and alcoholic beverages actually uh you know that that adds the flavor to it yep so it makes a big deal yep. well, um, it is what it is it Dave. is yep. <laughs> all right you want to wrap things up sound good oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah i was gonna say absolutely but i'm like <laughs> i don't know if i guess i don't know if if there's like a fine to any of these i'm like trying to like huh. do math if it was like huh. five dollars i boy a no. lot this is this is the inflection point of the show. Is it? Yeah. We're going to quietly quit. Well, (laughs) you're the goat of the show. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Well, absolutely, Dave. All right. Thanks for listening and watching. If you don't mind, uh, tell a friend. We'd love to grow the audience. You can find more information on our website. At NeverToSeries.com. And on our social media, at the NTS Podcast, at Getter, Twitter, and Parlor. Until we see you next time, take care. And be safe. Does that make sense?